Welcome back to Black Hollywood Live Next, where we talk to you about who's next up. You guys are not going to believe who we have in the studio today. She's Hollywood's funniest lady, and you can see her everywhere, whether it's your TV or on the big screen. It's Brisha Webb, you guys. And we're going to be talking a little bit about Tracy Morgan, some new music from Common, and, of course, the wonderful Ice Cube. And last but not least, we've got some Louboutin news. I'm so excited. Stay tuned. All that and more right here on Black Hollywood Live Next. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live next. Welcome black, back. I said black. Welcome black to back Hollywood. I can't even talk today. What's going on with me? I'm so excited, you guys. Welcome back to Black Hollywood Live next. I'm one of your hosts, Megan Thomas, at Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, Snapchat, wherever. Look me up. Find me. Because I want to talk to you. We have an amazing guest today. You've seen her on Meet the Blacks as Allie. You've seen her as I'm Unique. Love that girl. You've also seen her on uh, Truth Be Told, one of my favorite shows. Give it up for the one and only Brisha Webb. Hi. Yay! Brisha, thank you for joining us. Of course. I'm so excited to be here. You're so Thanks cute. Thanks for having me. I've, every time I watch you, I always laugh because I feel like every character that you play, like that's a little version of yourself. Yeah. Even I'm, if it's like a stretched version. Yeah, I, I'm very fortunate to be able to have a career where I get to show all per, you know, personalities and things right. that are in me. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so you are currently um, in the new movie Meet the Blacks, which is out in theaters right now. So funny. We're going to talk about that because your role <laughs> is hilarious. <laughs> but before we get into that, <laughs> let's talk about what's up in casting news. So Tracy Morgan, we know he had a really, really horrible crash. He almost died, but he has come back soon super strong because he's actually about to be in a movie um, called The Clapper, and that's with Ed Helms and Amanda Seyfried. So that's going to be going on. At the same time, he's going to be filming and uh, going on a stand-up tour called Picking Up the Pieces starting in June. He just uh, He's shooting a comedy pilot for FX this summer. He just wrapped Fist Fight with Ice Cube, and he's actually playing Red Fox in the new Richard Pryor biopic. He's on top. That's amazing. He like got he had his crash and was like, y'all, you know, the Lord still got use for me. I'm about okay, to go hard. I mean, I mean, I just really um I'm in awe of him and his just how he came back. You right. know, like I remember when he went on um I think it was the Oscars that year. Uh -huh. And it was kinda hard to watch him put his words together because it was like a really right. dramatic, you know, like really awful accident right. where he had to have you know, real rehabilitation, right. all these things and to see him have an awesome comeback. I'm just really happy for him. I know he's married now. Yeah. You know he's got a. He's so thankful, and I love the way he, I saw him on Oprah. Yeah, actually, um, and he was talking about how he now has a new appreciation for life. Mm -hmm. And I think I, I think that's a great way to just reintroduce yourself as a new a new comic. Yeah. Uh, uh, just just having a new appreciation on everything and mm -hmm. how to make people laugh and you know your purpose. I just feel it now that he really, he's always been funny. Right. But now he has a purpose with his funny. And, exactly. And that's what I'm excited about for him. And we, we're going to see him in so many different roles. And I was like, Red Fox. Yes. What? And Red Fox is one of my favorites. Uh, my grandmother, who I've never met, but she was also an entertainer and she was she would open up for him. Really? Actually, Red Fox. So that's... Wait, your grandmother was a singer? Yes, yeah, she was. <gasps> okay, you yeah. better carry that through your jeans. You then. know, I have a little voice of self. I know you do. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, I'm, I'm so excited about the legacy of that. Right. And also with Red Fox, I mean, shout out to Mike Epps. Yeah. He's going to be playing Richard Pryor. I'm so excited for him. And I'm no, I, I like, 
just seeing the success that we've been having with Meet the Blacks, mm -hmm. it's just so good to see him owning his comedy and right. people are really getting excited. Right, for right. Well, let's talk about some new music that's coming out. So we mm -hmm. know that in the past, Ice Cube and, of course, Common had some beef. Really? Yeah, they did, but they squashed the beef. They have a new song that's out. I love the song. It's called Real People, and it's for the new Barbershop movie that's coming out, Barbershop The Next Cut. Let's listen to that really quick. Mm. Stand by. Ah, okay. Well, while we're waiting for that, let's talk about the new movie. It comes out uh, on the 15th. Yeah, I was, at the, I was at the premiere. How was it? Amazing. So much fun. Right. Everybody who was, anybody was there. Yeah. Martin, Martin Lawrence sat behind me, and mm -hmm. it was so good to see him. Uh, I mean, just everybody was there. That was like, it, it. also in Meet the Blacks, I noticed that, as well as in um, the new Barbershop. I feel like there's so many special appearances by yeah. so many people that you wouldn't even expect. Yeah. It's it's amazing. It's a wonderful message, the movie. It's yeah. funny. It has a lot of heart. Um yeah, and the performances were great. I think people are, it's going to, you know, reignite that legacy that Barbershop has, right. you know, with all of the, the shout outs and so many, like, comebacks and little funny things that happened in the first and second one. And now with the third one, it has a little, it's fresh blood. It's exactly. introducing you to. Well, let's go ahead and listen to the music right quick. Let's go. Right. You know, and that's what I really appreciated about the movie and just the force behind it. It's like mm -hmm. you're seeing all these beautiful people and people that we admire and for their work that they do on screen, but they're also, you know, talking about Chicago and Chirac right. and that whole issue with the Bloods and the, the uh, what is it, King Lords? I know it's uh, uh, the Vice Lords. Vice Lords and, yeah. and all of that. And, you know, I won't tell the movie, but they're talking <laughs> right. about it and the music reflects that. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. And that gives you, I, I have such an NWA vibe from that. Like, you know, oh, you yeah. feel like a. Yeah, it's, it's, it's changing it's thugs things. grown up, right. you know. <laughs> we are now looking back at all the crap that we've done, and now we rise above it, and we want to touch you. You better preach that. We then. want to help you. All right, now mm -hmm. preach, ah, preach, preacher. That's what they're doing. <laughs> all right, let's talk about the next big thing. So, have you ever had any nude shoes or nude pantyhose, and they weren't really your color because you weren't that color nude? Oh yeah, struggle. It's a struggle, right? It's a struggle. Finally, Louboutin has decided to make nude shoes in every shade. Well, it's every about time. Shade. And I'm like, why is it taking so long? I'm not pink. Right. <laughs> why is it taking so long? <laughs> There's seven new nude shoes. So they Perfect. range from the very light to the very dark. There should be a nude shade of shoes for you. Um, they range anywhere from $5.95 to $8.75. Mm -hmm. And this was, this was created after one of the workers at Louboutin said, you know, I don't think beige really matches everybody's skin tone. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. You don't think. Yeah, right. right. You know, well, we, we let the cat out the bag. Right. <laughs> so, of course, those shoes can come in ballet flats, T-strap pumps, or half-door-say pumps. So you can get a variety. Well, you know, um, Kelly Rowland. 
She yeah. has a new line that's yes. specifically for brown girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really talking about our nudes. And I know that there is now a hosiery line yeah. and a bra and all of that. So I think the buzz of all of that, and they know... We, we sisters, we love a shoe. Right. Okay. We'll buy we, your we shoes are, now. We will buy your shoes. We'll spend we will support. Okay, we like a red bottom because we need to, everybody to know. Right. I paid a lot of money for this shoe. Don't step on me. <laughs> right. So, you know, I think it's just a part of, I, I, I commend uh, Louboutin for like, Following the trend, and I hope that all the other brands can follow suit. Right. I mean, for people in their price range, mm-hmm. you know, Steve, uh, Steve Madden, hello, get it together, get it together, come through, <laughs> Jessica. Right. So, if you want those shoes, sorry, you can't get them right now. They're actually sold out for four of the colors, and I'm assuming they're the darker colors because girls are like, "What? You got yes. my color now?" Right. I'm buying those. I'm buying those. So, I, yeah. I only wear the Gucci sandals because mm-hmm. that was like the first time I found like a brown. New sandal that matched. And right. I was like, oh my God, I can wear them to my everything. Right. But still. <laughs> now you have Louboutin. Yes. All right, perfect. Let's talk about you a little bit, Brisha. Um, I know you're from Baltimore. Yes. Did I you am. Thank you for saying it right. See, I know, because one of my friends is from there. She was like, it's not Baltimore. It's not Baltimore. It's Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. Thank you. It's a soft T. Mm-hmm. Soft okay. T, hard D. There you go. No D there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so did you always know that you wanted to be an actress growing up? Uh, yeah, I was always very different. How did you know? Well, I just came out. My parents <laughs> said I just came out ready to just tap dance and tell jokes and do all this stuff. And then, um, of course, my mom was a dancer and, you know, I wanted to do what she did. And um, I talked way too much in dance classes. And most of my friends are dancers, but they're very tight. You know, right. we have jokes and stuff, but they're very tight. And I was the goofball. Right. And so my mom, we had, you know, my parents were just like, wow, she's uh, different. <laughs> so we should definitely put her in some classes. So I went to Baltimore School for the Arts. And, you know, that's just what erupted this whole thing. You right. Know? And then it was like, you have to go audition and go to college. And here we are. Long journey, but we, right. we are here. So then what made you say, I'm going to go to school in California, in L.A.? Well, I knew I wanted to be on TV. That was very specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, my dad wouldn't let me come to L.A. Really? Yeah, I have, a, I have parents, you right. know. And so they're like, you going where? <laughs> With what money? You know, right. uh, this bill. Um, but, you know, my dad didn't. He wanted me to get my education. And I had uh, opportunities to go to New York or Philadelphia UArts and I said, what about this school in California? Uh-huh. You know, because that's a, one step closer to L.A. Uh-huh. So um, I knew a couple people there, and so I auditioned, got in, got some scholarships, and rest is history. Got my BFA. There you go, Daddy. Right. And uh, when they came to my graduation, I said, another surprise. <laughs> I got an apartment <laughs> and an agent. <laughs> they were like, yeah, you good. Right. So, did they? Did they? Or were they cool at that point with letting you do your dream? Um. Yeah. It. It was like it's already done. Right. You know, I'm a tourist, so I'm like. Me too. High five. Yay! You know, I just do it. Right. I'm a bull, so I'm not gonna be like. <laughs> No, yeah. I've already made my mind up. Right. I've saved up my ducats. Yeah. I'm here. My mom stayed with me for a week. I'm very thankful for that. And met my agent mm-hmm. and hugged him and prayed over him because that's <laughs> the kind of family I come from. Amen. And uh, yeah, the rest is history, and we're still building. But you know, I'm very blessed for my my uh, journey so far. That's awesome, and you've had such a great journey so far. Mm-hmm. And I know in 2008, you landed the role of Penny in the American Mall. Oh my God, take it all the way back. All the way back. <laughs> so you had to sing. That was your first time singing and dancing on TV, right? Yeah. 
How was that? Because I know we don't really see you doing that. No, I mean, there there are so few opportunities. You know, like there's a musical, like unless you are on Empire, right? Um, but um, yeah, that was that was one thing where I was like, I can do this, mm-hmm. you know. And I knew I was funny, and um, I can dance a little bit, you know. Right. I can I can point a toe, you know, uh-huh. and uh, do a plie and a stranger over there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the singing came very easy because I come from a singing background and family, so I'm raised in church. So they were like, oh, she's got soul. What's your What's your favorite hymn? My favorite like, hymn, if you have, like that go to um, hymn. Um. Oh gosh, uh, bless, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Yeah. I was gonna jump in with you, but I can't really sing. It's okay. So it takes me a second to warm up. You know, the vocal cords take a second. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Well, uh, I've been, I haven't sang all. I'm like, I hope that wasn't too No, raspy. that was like amazing. Oh, yeah. Are we gonna see you singing in more stuff? I don't think people know I can sing, really. I think you should just, like, do every day. You should do, like, a singing, like, every Wednesday or something. Like, Brisha sings and, like, do a but song. I think that's kind of annoying. Like, no. I see people do that. I'm like, okay, thank you. I <laughs> was always, because I'd be like, oh, my gosh, she's amazing. Really? Brisha, I didn't know you could sing. Hello. Yes, you should <laughs> sing more. Let okay. the world know. All right, that will be for my dad, because that's my dad's dream. See, there you go, girl. You better let him be happy. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So that same year, you also had your first recurring role as Dr. Laverne St. Yes, John on, on ER. On ER. That was legendary because you worked with Angela Bassett, Mackay mm. Pfeiffer. What was that like for you? Amazing. I mean, just getting the role itself was amazing. Right. Um, it, it, it just was a dream come true because I loved, I grew up watching ER. Mm-hmm. Um, I was inspired by it. And then working with Makai, he's a friend of mine now. And we made so many friends. We both have a friend in common, Angel yeah. Akita Moore Tanksley. I said our whole government. Yes. Um, Hi, Angel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl. Um, so I made so many wonderful friends. And then when they were thinking, I was only supposed to do four episodes and I ended up staying for two seasons. Right. And so um, they found out that I was a fanatic crazy in love with Angela Bassett uh-huh. and so one of the writers saw me like flipping out that I heard that she was coming to set just to check it out like she hadn't really signed on yet it was just yeah. like let me check things out I was having an asthma attack so I believe that they wrote me in and kept putting me in scenes uh-huh. just to see me flip out because they had been doing they had done 15 seasons of it right. so it's like we had so much fun on set and the energy and the love on set was what made it so fun, you right. know. And I think the same energy from that is on Grey's Anatomy, and I think that's what's right. why it's been so successful. It's it's a great ensemble. Exactly. ER and, and, and speaking a lot of, of Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. you've done Private Practice, get Grey's Anatomy, ER. What is the difference with these doctor shows? With these three doctor shows, since you've yeah. been on all three, what's the difference between them? Oh gosh. Well, I mean, Private Practice that was very specific. I mean, it was. Um, What's what's her name? Uh, the lead in that. I mean, she just has such a Addison. Addison, you know, she has such a compelling storyline, yeah. and it was so hot and sexy. It had so much going on. Uh-huh. But I think it's it 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 it, it goes to a, you know you can identify it with it as a woman and the love interest and mm-hmm. the sexual you know tension that you'll have in the doctor's office. Like yeah. I had a love chemistry with a, another doctor, and you know it was like so much nastiness and trying to save <laughs> lives, you know. So I think women and men identify with that. When you come home, you just want to see the messiness you wish you could start right. at work. Right. 
but you don't want to lose your <laughs> you job. You don't want to lose your job, you know? <laughs> we have laws. <laughs> right, right, right. So you've done, I mean, those were more, I would say, dramatic roles, but you have seemed to veered more towards comedic stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're more of a comedic actress or a dramatic actress? Well, I just, you know, I just want to be known as a well-rounded actress, a good, great actress, and be, you know, uh, you know, in, in this industry doing good work. That's mm-hmm. really all I want. But yeah. I love that I'm being looked at as a comedic actress because I feel like doing comedy is a little bit more... It's 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 hard at times because, yeah. you know, it tells the truth instantly, yeah. you know. So um, I'm, I'm very thankful and blessed that I've been able to show both of my range. You know, I just hope going down the line more, I'll get to show both halves. I'm really thankful to be a part of, to have been a part of, sorry, uh, Love That Girl because working with Bentley and them, that was like my first comedy. Yeah. Um, I've always been a goofy, like, <laughs> type of person. But, you know, I came in the game being that crying teenager with, yeah. with a crying baby and pregnant all the time not in real life just on tv i've had several children but you know just something about my face just says mom and and it just says weeping mom mom, you know and that's cool teenage hardships but anyways um you know just having the opportunity to be funny was really awesome and bentley you know taking me under his wing and martin lawrence making me both of them making me go on stage and do stand-up yeah uh you know made me meet tone you know and tone bell who i was on truth be told and you know i've met so many good friends you know and colleagues now that i've worked with marlon and i'm on his show now on nbc and so that's all great but you know I've had my journey, and I'm happy to have had it so far, but the comedy has just taken off, so I'm here for comedy. I can right. do jokes and right. all of that. So that's how you, wait, so how did you get into stand-up comedy? Someone told you you had to go do it? At my audition at Love That Girl, they, I was, they wanted me to come in for uh, Tiana, Tatiana Ali's role, and I was like, but this is Tatiana Ali, though. Yeah. Stop playing with me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I was like, I want to go in for I'm Unique, and they were like, no, we have already in our minds who I'm Unique is. It's like a Shanene character. I said, right. well, just give me a moment and let me perform. And so I did it, and they were like, wow, can you can you go on stage? Because just, he just saw so much potential in me. And he was like, go on stage because we, you got this, but I want to see more from you. So And it took me on a whole other journey, and I started going on stage with Angel and my friend Denora, and we just... We started doing sketches and all kinds of stuff, and that's when I did Shit Tiny Says uh, for YouTube, and that got a lot of buzz, and, you know, it was just fun, and I was, you know, creating my own lane and my own voice through it, and it was very um, empowering, Mm -hmm. you know, and so I I say to anybody out there, if you want to do something and it's out of, you know, it's really your passion, just go ahead and do it, you know, I just started doing something different than I had, my agents and anyone else had really seen me do, and, uh, before that, it would have been something completely different. I don't know right. where I would have been if right. I would have just, been, I would just be doing like TV dramas and stuff, yeah. which is great. <laughs> but, you know, comedy is a, is, a, is a lot more like me, and I like doing both, but right. I'm enjoying comedy right now. I know when I saw you doing dramatic roles, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, you're you're amazing, Brisha. Thank like, you. You're amazing. You're but amazing. I love you even more in the comedic stuff because I feel like that's just you. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, we go through heartache too. But, but I love I love comedy and it's just it's so much fun mm-hmm. for me too and uh, it's just a different way of expressing myself. Right, and you've done so well because uh, it was released that you were one of the few finalists mm-hmm. for Saturday Night Live. Yeah, which is awesome. What was what was that audition like? What was, what did it consist of? The process was you know 
pretty sh- crazy, you know, but uh, through it all, I'm very happy. I was one of the, the chosen ones that were able to go out and meet Lauren Michaels and Seth and everybody. I mean, it was amazing, you know, and we had such a camaraderie, you know, right. that we, you know, I remember praying together with all of the girls and we were just like so happy to be there and yeah. be a part of this moment. And um I'm so happy for Shashir and all the work that she's doing. Absolutely. And now you see Leslie and she's taking over. She's in Ghostbusters. And I'm just so happy for to be yeah. a part of that group. Right. Um, yeah, it was a lot of great people in that group. So, you know, it, we're all doing very well. And so right. I'm so thankful. Good but um, yeah, and then I got to work with Lauren again for HBO. It was on another project, but he remembered me. Mm-hmm. And I got to do Brothers in Atlanta for HBO that isn't coming out anymore, but it was just full circle for me. Right. And I was like, maybe that wasn't for me, but I still put, I still planted my seeds. And that's good. And that's, that's great. what you need. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. And so uh, let's talk about you being on TV One um, for Love That Girl. Mm-hmm. How did you pick the I'm Unique character? Because... I'm unique is a hot mess. Hot mess. Hot mess. And at the time <laughs> when the show came out, there was nobody like, you no. know, it was very Sinead A-ish. There was nobody else on TV that was like this. No, and it, it threw people off a lot. I'm How sorry. did you do it? Well, I mean, I identify with her. You know, at <laughs> some point, I am from I am from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I have cousins and friends. You know, that person really does exist. She I does. I put them on blast of who I was really acting <laughs> like. But that person does exist, and um, I identify with her and just her struggles and just wanting to have fun and, you know, and get what she wants right now. Right. And uh, I had so much fun with the wigs, the hair. Uh, But the people that enjoyed her, they have been, thank you so much for the people that love, love that girl and that stop me all the time and say, oh my God, are you that girl from Love That Girl? And I said, thank you. You know, because (laughs) that is a part of my journey and I'm so proud of the work that we did and it really taught me and gave me a lot. It was the first time I got to be a leading role, you know, in our second, uh, our third and fourth season that we did, you know, we did 32 episodes and it was me and Phil and Alfonso and the core group and I was carrying the scenes you know so that was that that was from the fans uh-huh. you know the fans demanded I'm unique to be you know in more stuff and I just I just really applaud all of you guys and thank you so much from the bottom of my heart I got to be Lucille Ball right. you know I got to have fun and be people that I love to watch and do things and improv and mm-hmm. it was so much fun so then you transitioned from that over to network television, NBC's Truth Be Told. Yeah. Had a lead role. Yeah. As Angie. Angie. I love that show, by the way. You can check out um, all the recaps on AfterBuzz TV. I'm on there. Yeah. For Truth Be Told. Aww, we did. We, we loved it. We had a fun time. Thank you. About I the mean, show. it was so many topics. Uh, right. And shout out to DJ Nash, who was our creator, mm-hmm. um, Pam Fryman, who was our director and executive producer, and of course, Will. Freaking Packer. Yes. Uh, and Corinne Huggins. I mean, we had such an amazing team around us, and they made sure that we went directly for the messages, you know, that we wanted to tell and the stories we wanted to tell was so important. Mm -hmm. You know, the Kiki episode and, you know, what happens when your husband, you find out your husband who's black dated a white woman, what does that do to the relationship? Right. You know, it was, it was some really, you know, important stuff that we were trying to get out there and have Mm -hmm. conversations about and I think it did and it was great to see people taking 
new couples, right? you know, and seeing them figure it out. So I hope they still develop a show like it or we get to tell that story somewhere again. No, I hope so because it's a really good show. And I just loved the dynamic. Even I remember going on the NBC Press Day red carpet and interviewing you and Vanessa together. And it seemed like you guys had been friends forever already. Yeah, that's my homie. That's my homie. I know. It was just one of those things when we all got together. I mean, Tone and I already knew each other. But when Mark Paul Mm -hmm. came in, it was just love. Were you like that I did, and I oh, screamed yeah. it in his face. And he probably hates that. No, he. You know what? He was so welcoming with it because he was like, "That's a part of my journey," right. and I'm thankful for it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "That's really dope," yeah. you know, that you own it. He was like, "I did that when I was a kid." Yeah, he was like, and I made it, and yeah. I'm still here. And so I, I celebrate that. Mm-hmm. I say, "Yeah, you better be grounded," but. Uh, <laughs> Vanessa is amazing. I love my baby Vanessa and uh, her whole family, and we all became family. That's and so good. that just that love just came through the screen. Yeah, it definitely did. It definitely did. And so you were also in a ride along too with Kevin Hart. Nice cute. Yes. What was that like? That's probably a funny set. Oh, so fun. You know, I I didn't get to play with uh, Ice Cube. Um, it was really just a last minute thing. Mm-hmm. And Will, you know, I was on set, and he was like, "You mind coming in and doing this for us?" And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Right. <laughs> Uh, so it was a lot of fun, and I just, I just got to to come in and do my thing and play. I had no idea it was going to be in the beginning of the film and opening <laughs> up with Ken Jong, but I am just, I'm still like, oh my gosh, that's such a big right. moment, mm-hmm. and it got it ready for Meet the Black. So I'm so happy. Right, right, right. Is there any? Is there ever a role that you would say I can't take? Um. Yeah, well, there's always negotiations, but there's some roles where I, you know, if I'm not, if the message isn't clear or if it's like, it's so far removed from something that I believe in, Mm -hmm. then I can't. I can't stand by that. You know, if I'm just taking my clothes off for no reason or Mm -hmm. something and just hoe number two, you know, I I can't be (laughs) hoe number two. I've come too far to be hoe number two. Right. (laughs) Too far. And I am plus your mom and daddy. You know, Deacon and Deaconess, they will not fall for hoe number two. My mom and dad are Deacon and Deaconess. See? Yeah, they're not going to play that. They're not going to play that. But they say, if you take your clothes off, let it be for a purpose. You know, (laughs) you you earth a kit. Right. You you Diana Ross in the Vogue at magazine. Right. You know, like that stuff. (laughs) I said, okay, so we have guidelines there. We have, you know. Little red tape. Okay, that's mm-hmm. good. And so we can currently see you in Meet the Blacks. Absolutely. You play Allie, who is another crazy nut job. Yes. How, she's she's fun. How much fun was that? Because you don't typically see too many black characters or a story of black people around anything horror-ish. Yeah. Scary. And that was a joke. Right. Because you'd never see black people in that situation. Right. Really even taken seriously. So, because we would never be there um, in that situation. Exactly. But uh, that was the funny, it was a, such a funny set. Mm-hmm. And it was it was silly. I cannot believe there is a film that is being shown right now. Because I don't <laughs> even remember them pressing record or right. action. I just remember us running around and having so much fun. I'm so excited to be possibly doing a Meet the Blacks too. Yay. So thank you if you haven't seen it. Go out and see Meet the Blacks right now. I'm telling you to laugh your, your tails off. And, uh, you know, tears will flow. It's yeah. funny. And uh, it's scary too, but no, mostly it's really funny. It's unapologetically just ridiculously funny. So go check it out. Check that out for sure. And then you mentioned earlier that you have a pilot coming out um, with Marlon Wayans called Marlon yeah. on NBC. Yeah. What can you tell us about it? 
Um, it's uh, it's about his life uh, being a dad. You know, okay. Marlon, you always look as the little brother yeah. of the Wayans brothers, and uh, he he has kids. Yeah, and it's telling his life about you know how he is married, and now they're divorced, and now they're just trying to raise their family in this partnership, mm-hmm. and how that works. You know, because you know she's wanting to move on, but he's maybe not open to that just yet and I feel like it it speaks volumes right now in just a society that we're living in now that isn't so traditional yeah and um I'm really excited for those conversations that we'll have. And I play the character Essence Atkins is his wife. I was just having lunch with her. And so we went, Gabby, 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 Gabby. <laughs> and so I love you, Essence. And uh, I play her best friend, um, okay. also Marlon's nemesis. So I'm always with him. And so right. it's so funny. He's brilliant in it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, their chemistry is just off the charts. I cannot wait to see this. No, it's so funny. Brisha, all the stuff that you do is really, really funny. So as you're saying this, I'm like, oh. Is this, like, more of a sitcom, like, 90s, like you remember in the 90s, there were tons mm-hmm. of sitcoms like rock, and yeah. you know, is it is it taking us back to that era? Um, it's definitely a sitcom, okay. Um, but it has a new flavor to it. I don't think we could ever go back to the 90s right. and have that bottom ching type of thing. We're a little, we've we've just kind of. We're, we're elevating to a new place now um, where we like those single cam moments and those silent times that we can have that we don't, you know, the music isn't going to play. Right. <laughs> we're not going to do that. But uh, it's definitely really funny and has some edge to it. And I think mm-hmm. the audience will really, you know, respond well to that. I'm so, hoping. Oh, we will, definitely. When is, uh, when is it coming out, by the way? Do we know uh, we're waiting for uh, pilot pickup season, which okay. is next month. So... Lift a prayer for us. Will do. Add you to the prayer list, everyone. <laughs> All right. Who's your dream person to work with or dream role? My dream role? Um... I don't know. I, 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 you know, I get asked this all the time. What's my dream role? Uh-huh. What's what's a person I love to work with? I love to work with Taraji. I love to work with Whoopi Goldberg. I love to work with uh, Tracy Ullman. I mean, the people oh, wow. I wow, Tracy Ullman. Yeah, I love her that's a good so one. Much. Um, I I've always wanted to do a one woman show, and I'm right now developing developing that now okay. where I can do my characters and stuff like that. But I grew up watching, you know, Bette Midler and their one woman shows and right. Tracy. Ullman and you know getting to play with just such women I love men I love I love you know improv and mm-hmm. that whole thing but there's something about a woman that owns her funny and yeah, right, right, those right. three for me have always been top of the charts for me and um, there's so many more but um, I'd love I, I'd love to work with anyone I, I won't say anyone but <laughs> I have my tops but I um I'm so thankful that I've been able to meet a lot of people that I've For always sure. admired, and so that just that's such blows a blessing. Mm-hmm. Such a blessing. I can't wait to work with all of them. I know you. You've. I mean, you're, you've had such a blessed career, but you also give back. You are also mm-hmm. a blessing to other people. And I know you. You've worked with Black AIDS Institute and Dress mm-hmm. for Success. Why is giving back so big for you? Because uh, I. Be- I just believe you have to give. Uh, you can't truly receive until you give back. You know. Mm-hmm. So my passion is working for you know people with living and, you know, dealing with HIV and AIDS awareness and spreading that around so we can have more, less cases of uh, HIV um, cases to even report, um, especially in our community. Um, Also, uh, children, you know, and working with teens and inspiring the youth and uh, so much of what I am is I'm a product of after-school programs. Mm -hmm. I'm a product of mentorship. Mm -hmm. Um, So... 
I want to do that, and I try to do that as much as possible um, to be a blessing because I was truly blessed by so many other people that, you know, taught me, you know, outside of school how to, you know, look at speeches. I was doing, you know, speech competitions right. and you know, all those kind of things that just help you develop to be a, a you know, a well-rounded person. What do you do when you're at home by yourself? Like, you, your um, hobbies. My hobbies? Yeah. I do Instagram way too much. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite? I, I, what's like your guilty Instagram page that you go uh, to? A lot of the fashion blogs. Okay. Uh, I can't. I don't know a lot of them off the top of my head. I just know it pops up and I get really excited. Uh-huh. Um, and I get ideas about what I'm going to wear and then I don't buy anything. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I just follow friends and, mm-hmm. you know, I look at that or I, I'm always catching up on my DVR. So <laughs> I watch a lot of TV. What's your favorite show? Um, I'm digging underground. I'm so oh, mad. O.J. Simpson. Uh, um, what yeah. is that? Um, uh, how, uh, the crime story. Um, the people versus O.J. Yeah, Simpson. Oh, yeah. my God. Anthew Hemingway. Yes, he's an amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. And all the performances. I mean, Courtney B. Vance. I was watching the season finale the other night and I was like, this is so good. Right, right. All of them. I mean, ah. So good. So, such great performances from everyone. Everyone. So, Um, yeah. So, when you're watching these shows, are you watching them with a special significant other? Yeah. You are? Yeah. What is it like dating in Hollywood? Is it hard? It's hard. It's hard. And it takes work, Mm -hmm. you know, to find someone that is um, of your liking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What what would you say are the three top traits for a significant other? Um, For you. For me? Yeah. Uh, we have to have the same faith. Okay. Um, that's number one. Uh-huh. Um, and two, I have to be attracted to you and passion. Passion for what you want to do and passion for me. Aw, I like yeah. that. Very good. Very simple. Mm-hmm. And so what other uh, other upcoming projects do you have going on right now? Um, I'm about to start an indie film with uh, directed by Matthew Cherry called Yay. How to Die Happy. Shout out to him, by the way. Yes. Just got signed with I- ICM, I believe, Yes, right? he did. Yes, Congratulations. he did. Congrats, Matthew. He woke me up at like 9 o'clock. I was like, I'm not up yet. I don't have <laughs> an appointment this morning yet. But uh, shout out to him. Um, yes, yeah, so we're building that right now. Okay. And I think we start filming next week. And uh, it's some names already attached. Um, I'm playing the lead, and it's a really, it's a dark comedy. Okay. Um, it's definitely got those dark moments that I can really go back to my, you know, dramatic roots. Okay. And uh, definitely, you know, some space for improv and, you know, some funny heart moments as well. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping to go to Sundance with that. Look at you, Brisha. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, before we get out of here, what is one piece of advice you wish you would have had at the beginning of your journey? At the beginning? Mm-hmm. I would say stay open, you know, uh, but I already kind of knew that. Uh, But um, that's what I would say. You come into this industry with my focus. I want to do this, and this is who I want to be like, you know. But if you're open to other possibilities, so many more uh, just opportunities can come your way. Mm -hmm. Like I remember at one point I wasn't working. You know, I was down for a second after doing a couple of shows, and I was I wasn't bored, but I was doing stand up, and um, I was open to that. You know, I just right. said yes. You know, Shonda Rhimes always talks about being open to yes, and yeah. so I was doing stand up, and I was introduced to this person, and you know, I started hosting on 
on E mm -hmm. and doing correspondent work. And then that led into meeting other producers and things like that. And then I was like, wow, I really would like to produce. Mm -hmm. And I want to produce content where I can, you know, create things like Black Hollywood Live right. or, you know, films that I want, you know, so now I'm really focusing also on producing. And so I don't know if I would have taken that hosting opportunity and right. being open to stand up and meeting all these wonderfully talented people and wanting to let them have a voice as well. Yeah. That has really made another passion come out, you know, so just be open to anything. So you might come out here for acting and you might be able to do that and hopefully you will, but also be open to other things right. in the industry, you know? You never know how, you know, what this career is going to open up to. I love it. Thank mm -hmm. you so much, Preisha. Before we go, where can all of your fans find you? I mean, it's pretty simple. <laughs> um, I'm on Twitter. Uh, all of my all of my things are all the same. It's Breesha Webb, B-R-E, S-H-A-W-E-B-B. -B. And that's on Twitter, Instagram. Um, Snapchat. Snapchat, Facebook, <laughs> all of that. All of that, all of that. Mm -hmm. And you can find me, Megan Thomas, at MegScoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of that other stuff, yes. too, okay? Make sure you guys use the hashtag BHL next with your comments. We want to see who you want to have on this show next time right here. We love you guys. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.